Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. All right, guys. So the last episode I did was on the freak out or the wall, whatever you want to call it, like that place we hit where we're freaking out and we can't handle. So this episode kind of goes in par with that. And I'm going to tell you a story about me getting coached today and how the episode relates and how you can relate it to your own life. So before we get going, we're going to talk about indulgent emotions today. And I want to tell you what an indulgent emotion is. So I'm going to say it again. Indulgent emotions are pretty much emotions that serve no purpose, that we spit out in and that are unnecessary to ever experience. And some examples are worry, confusion, and overwhelm. And now the reason why indulgent emotions are unnecessary is because remember, your thoughts create your emotions. So if you're having overwhelm, confusion, worry, those are all emotions that can just be avoided without having to do anything at all other than change your thought. And remember, you're supposed to feel your emotions. So I'm not saying never to feel your emotions. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying when it comes to indulgent emotions, they're not ever necessary to experience because they're never coming from anywhere. It's legitimate. It's always just a thought error. For example, if I think I don't know, I get confused, right? And we're going to do some examples today. Overwhelm comes from thoughts like I have so much to do. I have no idea where to start. Like those thoughts create those emotions that are completely optional to feel. And you don't actually get anywhere with indulgent emotions, right? And like, imagine if you're worrying, you're spinning out, you're putting all of your energy into this emotion, and it's not ever going to get you anywhere. You're not going to learn anything from it because it's not coming from a valuable thought. And trying to feel through it isn't going to work because it's going to persist over and over because in this case, you just need to change the thought. So we're going to do some examples, but this morning I was getting coached and I'm trying to build my business. My goal for the year is to hit $120,000. Um, that is my goal. I want to make $10,000 a month for the whole year. I'm not on that goal right now. Like I'm not on track. I know I can get on track, but I have to be doing my thought work. So if you guys are in a position where you have a goal and you're not on track for it, stop taking action and do the thought work. Because it's the thought work is the reason why you're not getting the results, not the actions. Because if you don't do the thought work, you're going to take actions from a place that's not clean or emotions that you don't want to take action from, and you will continue to get the results that you don't want. So make sure that if you're not getting the results you want, you need to take a minute, figure out, like write down your thoughts, do this thought work, get your emotions out, and you need to get yourself cleaned up before you take more action. It's really important you do this. So the entire coaching session I had this morning was revolved around, um, I've had a lot of confusion and drama about my offer. And I entered the session, I said, I'm so, I'm in so much drama. There's so much drama around who I'm serving. And she goes, okay, one minute, who do you serve? And I literally told her, so give me one second. I'm going to tell you the exact thing I told her. And this is what I said, because I had just written it down that morning. I said, the person that I serve is someone who's not happy in their life. They're stagnating in a job they don't, or they know is not right for them. And they have ideas of what would be better. They've tried following their heart in the past and they've been burned. It didn't get the results they wanted. They've invested in themselves before, and they're hesitant to trust someone new after their past experiences. They want to leave their own individual mark on the world, and they're going to remain deeply unsatisfied trying to fit themselves into a predefined mold. They're willing to work hard, but only if they can believe, even if it's just for a second, that it's actually possible. They don't have people in their life that are on the growth path, but they have a lot of people that are well-intentioned, but also giving them advice that are fear-based and limiting. In order to tolerate their life, they have to be busy all the time, even if it seems trivial or forced. They find themselves too invested in the lives of other people around them because they need to feel like they're making a difference, even if it's not in their own life. 
My people are loving, nurturing, optimistic, and there's a tiny spark inside them that they can't put out, reminding them of the person they can become. I want to be the oxygen that turns that spark into a flame. And if they're vaping, I want them to quit. And I have a course for that, LOL. (laughs) So it's so funny because the question that sparked that response was, who do you serve after me saying I have no idea? And clearly I do, right? So the whole entire coaching process that we got through, she stopped me and she said, we're going to focus on the thought, there's so much drama around my offer. And what I want you to know is that when you have a thought, if, even if it's creating results that you don't want, somewhere in your life, you're benefiting from that thought. It might not be in the way that you want to be benefiting, but you're benefiting from it. Like, for example, um, you get to stay secure. Uh, you get to be liked by everyone, all these kinds of things, right? You don't have to take scary action. So it's really important. If you are in indulgent emotions, it's because those emotions are protecting you from something, even if you're not aware of it. All right. So my coach this morning recommended that I, after the call, sit down and write the sentence. So I did this exercise. I said, what am I getting from being dot, dot, dot? And then I listed out all the things that I'm, um, that I'm doing that are not results that I want to create. And then I listed out what I could possibly be getting from them so I could understand it. So, um, the first one is what am I getting from being confused about my offer? And the answers that came to mind after I sat with them and meditated was, I don't have to go all in on one thing, which means I can be loved by everyone. Ooh, people pleaser alert, right? (laughs) I'm totally doing that. Um, I don't have to stick to one thing, which means I can have all the options and help all the people. Uh, Kind of the same, but a little bit different. I get into indulge in confusion and overwhelm, which means that I don't have to put my clear and honest message into the world. I can take all clients in at the cost of my future business. So that's the first one. Like I'm confused on my offer. And to me as a client, right, I feel that I am confused and it's frustrating. But when I actually look deeper and I ask myself questions about it, I find out that actually I'm benefiting, right? I get to people please everyone. When I do my TikTok lives from a confused offer, I get to put every single thing on there that I can help people with. And I get to get the validation of helping everyone, right? I don't have to say no to people. Like it really is coming from a people pleasy place so that I get to feel like I'm important and valued and helpful, right? Um, so it's really important to be understanding of that. The next one on here is why am I getting, or what am I getting from being in a constant struggle? I love to be in a struggle. Like I like to always just be uh, creating difficult situations and it has to be hard, right? Or else it isn't worthy. So the one I put on here is I get to be a martyr to my friends and I always need to be saved or panicked or bailed out last minute. I get to be my own quote unquote hero when I can pull myself out of my own messes. <laughs> And I get to validate my belief that business should be a noble struggle. Look at me and how hard I have to work to own my own business helping people. (laughs) So those are potential options. And I believe that too, by the way. Like I am totally being a victim and a martyr when I'm sitting in confusion. I'm just doing that. I know I can feel that that's true when I read it. What do I get from being in drama about my niche? I get to speak generally and be loved by all. Uh, I get to indulge in drama so I can confirm my beliefs that drama is part of the deal. And then I put in air quotes business because like business has to be dramatic, right? That's what my belief is, even though it's silly. Um, I don't have to go all in, which means I can sit in the comfort of helping everyone. And it's nice and lovey and bubbly. All right, what do I get from being confused? I get to be vague and attract everyone. So that's a big one I see on here. I get to feel like a hero. I get to act like a hero and come to the rescue to myself, right? I'm confused. Oh, I can save you. And then I get to stay exactly where I'm at. Even though it's not where I want to be, it's comfortable, right? You want to be very much onto your brain with this, with this kind of work. And then what do I get from being a victim? Um, I'm being a victim, y'all. I will totally admit that like 100%. I'm being victim-y about my niche and my people, and I should just be able to make clear offers to people and stop being like disempowered about it because I know who I want to help. 
but then I get to be a victim and here's why I get to be a martyr. Oh, poor me. I said this, I said this, um, with my friend Mitch's name on it. Oh, poor me, Mitchell, I'll pay you back one day. I owe my friend $600 from an investment I made like six months ago. And it's like, I can just pay him back, but Oh, I get to be the martyr. I'm the victim. Business is so hard. I get to give up and blame others. <sighs> That's a good one. I get to put out a confusing message and then act surprised when people don't bite. That's a fun one that I've been dealing with. Right. Cause clearly it's the client's faults if they don't want the coaching, like not mine for not compelling them to purchase coaching. And I get to blame circumstances where I'm not succeeding. And I put all the, like the, the coaching that I've gotten in the last couple months, like, oh, it's just the coaching's not worth it. Blah, blah, blah. Like I know it is right. But I get to, when I'm from victim mode, I get to blame instead of take responsibility. And then finally, what am I getting from not narrowing my niche? I get to coach everyone and I get to be in drama, which allows me to spin my wheels like a martyr trying to save the world. That's how I wrote it. <laughs> so Really, really important. When you're in an indulgent emotion, it's serving you somewhere to be in that emotion. And what it's going to look like from your perspective is that you don't have control over this emotion. Like, I don't want to be confused, right? But it's like, once you actually get coached on it, you know, your coach is going to be like, wait, you're not actually confused. You know exactly what you want. So why are you choosing to hold on to this confusion? And that's where you do your work, right? Look at all the places where an indulgent emotion, I'm sorry, where, where you're experiencing an indulgent emotion and see what results you're creating from that. And then you want to question what potential benefits you're getting from those results, just like I did. Because overwhelm is something that happens to us all the time, right? And overwhelm comes from unnecessary thoughts. Um, I have people in my life, (laughs) I'm thinking of my older brother, I love him so much, but he wakes up first thing in the morning, and I know that he does this because he does it every day. It's the first thing he says when I call him and all this. Andrew, I have so much to do. Like that's an overwhelming thought and it's completely optional. Like, bro, I love you to death. You drive DoorDash and that's all you're doing that's actually your responsibility. That's it. Like, I mean, you have a girlfriend, right? And I love you and I love Michaela, but really you're just driving DoorDash. Like that's that's not so much to do. He bought a house with his, well, his girlfriend bought a house. I love him to death. I'm just going to totally poke fun at him today. This is our relationship. We love each other. But his girlfriend bought a house and they're living there now. And since June... Like his entire life has become managing the house. He's so busy. I've got to go and trim the bottom off my doors in my house and my bathroom doors. I have to go to the wood shop and do all this. Like that was a two week project because he's so busy, right? So like he is famous for sitting in overwhelm. And I believe that the reason that he's doing that, I haven't coached him through it, but I know him and I love him and it's his patterns, right? You see it as a a brother. It's because it keeps him from stepping out of his comfort zone. Right. If he's always so busy, he can focus on the things right in front of him that are really easy, that are comfortable. You know, I know how to fix the door. Um, I know how to drive DoorDash. I'm busy, but I can drive DoorDash. I don't have to go put myself out there and actually risk stepping out into the person I could become. Like confusion too is a great one. I'm so confused. I have clients all the time who I love, but they're like, I'm so confused. I don't have a niche. They're doing the same thing I'm doing, right? I don't have a niche. And I'm like, who do you want to help? And they're like, well, I want to help this specific person do this thing. I'm like, okay, you have a niche. You're just not trusting because why? Let's find out, right? Let's, let's figure out what this confusion is doing to serve you. How is it benefiting you? Even if it's not serving you somewhere along the line, you're making out with being confused. It might not be for your long-term benefit, but maybe in the present moment from your comfort standpoint. All right. So just be mindful that every time you're experiencing an emotion like confusion or overwhelm or worry, like those are emotions that you don't have to experience because they're never going to get you anywhere. Like even worry, if I don't know if you're religious or not, it doesn't really matter. But I think the Bible says that worrying's a sin. And I think that's so awesome that it says that because it makes so much sense when you think about it, right? Like nobody gets help from somebody else worrying about them. 
It doesn't serve anything. It just creates sickness in the person's body that is creating the worry. It has them spin out. It has them stop themselves from actually creating any kind of helping solution for the person they're worried about or themselves. Like it makes no sense to worry if you actually identify and think about it. And when you catch yourself doing it, you're like, what am I doing benefiting here? And I think a lot of people worrying too, like a parent worries about their kid all the time. Like it's the martyr thing, right? And what I mean by the martyr thing is like they act as if it's out of their control to be worried. And then they act like it's a noble cause, but really it's just hurting themselves and the relationship in general. And it's completely unnecessary, right? Like you choosing to worry about someone's not helping them. And most likely it is creating some kind of a resentment or a disconnect in the relationship because nobody wants to be worried about all the time. <laughs> like it's just not something that serves to bring the relationship closer. But then, right, we want to sit in these emotions like they're optional. And I was doing it this morning. Like I'm so guilty of it. I was literally sitting in confusion, even though I know exactly what I want and who to help. And the reason why, as you saw, right, I get to people please everyone. I don't have to step in my comfort zone. I get, I have to turn down clients when I have a niche. Like I'm a little nervous about turning down clients. Like the emotions, when they're indulgent, indulgent and you're indulging in them, you're indulging in them for a reason, even if it's not serving you in the long run. So you've got to be on yourself about that. And then the last thing I want to add on is that often indulgent emotions can be a front for another emotion, right? So like the confusion most likely is covering up some kind of fear. And if I really look at it, it is, it is covering up fear, right? Because if I have to pick a niche and I'm not confused, I have to step out into the world. I have to say things in a way that takes a stance and people aren't going to agree with me. And if I am taking a stance, not everyone's going to love me, right? So it's coming from fear. It's also coming from fear that if I take a stance and I just do the meaningful income clients, then I'm not going to have, I'm going to turn down clients and I won't be able to support myself, right? So there's a lot of fear around those emotions. So you always want to just be very, very open, compassionate, and honest with yourself when you're dealing with an indulgent emotion, because there's a reason why you're indulging it. And there, it is a choice. You just might not feel like it's a choice in the moment. That's where coaching can be really beneficial. So next time you feel any of those emotions, confusion, overwhelm, worry, like do a model, write the thought down, find the thought, write down the feeling, whichever it is, write down how it makes you want to act. And it's going to give you a lot of insight of why you're choosing to feel that emotion. Because look how I was acting, right? I got to be confused. And that means that I got to um, not go all in. <laughs> I got to help everyone because that feels good. I got to continue doing the business as I was, right? Where I'm taking general clients. Um, I got to not take action. I got to avoid doing lives. So I was trying to figure out my perfect messaging for my perfect person. There was a lot of benefits for me doing it. And it was all rooted in really trying to avoid negative emotions. So remember, indulgent emotions are emotions that we experience and they're completely pointless. There's no purpose to them. They just have a spinning out and not getting anywhere. They're always coming from thoughts that are optional and they're typically fronts for emotions that we actually need to experience. If you're experiencing an indulgent emotion, it's because somewhere along the line, you're benefiting from experiencing that emotion, even if you consciously don't think you are, because every emotion that we're experiencing, we want to experience for some reason. So that's what coaching is, right? We get to the heart of it and figure it out. Okay. That was awesome, guys. This is kind of a quick one, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, be aware of what you're feeling and why you're feeling it and have a great week. I'll talk to you later. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are ready to take all this information to the next level and apply it, I want to invite you to a one-on-one -on -one consult with me where we can talk about putting a plan together to help you make meaningful income. Coaching is often the missing link that helps you go from dreaming to taking action. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week.